everyone, Kate Ivey here, your host of the Dedicate podcast. If you're new here, in the Dedicate podcast, we speak to inspiring people about the highs and lows in their lives. We delve into our guests' rock bottoms and major life challenges and learn how they pulled themselves out and how it enabled them to achieve great things. You'll learn what makes our guests tick and they'll share their valuable life lessons to inspire you and help you to get the most out of your life too. We discuss health, fitness, motherhood, business, grief, mental health and more. Today we have the wonderful Kate McDonald from Devar & Co, perhaps our youngest guest so far. In 2021, she amazingly launched Devar & Co, woolen jerseys from wool growing on her family farm. The entire process is done right here in New Zealand. So she shares her super inspiring business journey, as well as her life story and her rock bottom. It was so great getting to know Kate and I know you'll enjoy this too. She is definitely someone to watch for the future. Her success is only just beginning. Hello. Great. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Have you had a busy day? Yeah, it is quite a full-on day today. Um, the kids have two teacher-only days this week, at the end of the week. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 So hence um, seeing you, you know, so late at night. Yeah. Thank you so much. No. Have you? Have you had a big day? Yeah, it's been actually really good. Um, I've just come over to the shop because we're, I don't know if you know, but we're doing setting up this wee shop on our farm, which is really exciting. Yeah, so my sister is really foodie and she bought a food caravan uh, a few months ago and she's sort of just um, done it up. And yeah, because our farm's sort of right on the main highway from Ah. um, from Queenstown to Milford. Oh, how amazing. Oh, yeah. We're really excited about it. So we're just waiting on our consent to come back, but um, we're hoping we'll be able to open in a couple of weeks. Wow. And so so tell us about it. You might as well. Yeah, that sounds so cool. So what will describe it? What will be in it? Yeah, so it's it was originally the Shearer's Quarters um, of Devar Station, so our family farm. Um, and over the years, it's sort of been used for various different things. But in recent years, mum and dad have actually rented it out on Airbnb and then sort of just like book a batch and all those sort of platforms. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we just decided that... Um, a, we're both sort of living on the farm together. We get on really well, which is a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we both live in one of the other farmhouses um, on the other side of the farm. Oh, so you live um, together, the two of you, yeah. just two of you. Oh, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite funny. Um, we, it's, yeah, we, we joke about it all the time because we just never would have thought that this would have happened, you know, with COVID. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be great. And I guess the, the whole idea of it really was just to, to combine like the coffee food thing because she's really clever and, you know, makes everything from scratch and, you mm-hmm. know, use things from the farm and things. Um, and then with and then sell the the jerseys in the shop, in the shop as well. Oh. Um, so will it be like a cafe or? Um, more sort of takeaway style initially. Awesome. Um, we, we don't really know how it's going to go. So yeah. we'll just start small, but. Um, it's so busy, like the road is hectic. Oh my gosh, it's crazy here as well. I was just thinking that on the drive here, looking at all the motels and yeah, all the traffic on the road and everything. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really exciting. The travelers Um, are definitely back. mm, mm, Really good for the town as well. Um, Mm -hmm. I think businesses in Tiana are struggling a little bit just with staff and things, but yeah, yeah, it's massive the staffing issue. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. huge, like nationwide, really, as well. So um, so how yeah, far from Tianao are you? 
um 20 minutes so we're oh, not cool. too, we're not too bad really um that's yeah. that's it's so beautiful down here. We're so lucky to have grown up in such a stunning part of the world. Um, yeah. Do you really know, nice. I've never been. It's ridiculous. Yeah, oh. we need to make it happen. Take the kids. No, you do. Yeah, come down and visit. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> and see the shop. Yeah, how yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so cool. is your sister older or younger than you? Uh, she's younger than me. Yeah, so I'm the oldest. I'm 26 and Anna's yeah. 24. And then we also have a brother as well, Ben. He is 22, so we're all sort of two years apart. Um, and he is farming up in Wairoa between Hawke's Bay and Gisborne um, cool. on a big sheep station up there. And he's, yeah, really into the farm farm life, as we all are. Oh, perfect. That's good for you guys. Yeah. You can do your yeah. stuff and <laughs> later yeah. on down the track, yeah. he can yeah, make exactly. Yeah, which is cool. So... Um, yeah, it's nice that we're also doing our own things. And I think um, it's it's really cool that mum and dad have, have um, you know, encouraged us to give everything a go and give, you know, like do do sort of whatever we want to do with our lives and um, and make the most of it. And I, I think with, again, with the COVID thing, um, you know, it, has, it did put a little bit of a spinner in, in the works as I can elaborate on more soon. But I was planning to go overseas, much like most people my age, um, and yeah, just for that to sort of not happen was quite gutting. Um, yeah, yeah. So living twenty minutes from Tiana, you would have gone to school in Tiana. Primary was at Mararoa, which was it's like two k's down the road. Just oh so wow, cool. Children school, really great. Sorry, school. how many kids? Fifty kids. Yeah. yeah. So just little. Um, I was actually there from year right to year eight, so thirteen. Yeah. Um, and then I went to Rangi and Christchurch. Ah, Rangi. same school as me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was really cool as well. Um, I loved boarding school. And I think um, it just gives you, I don't know, it's, it was just such an amazing experience. Like I met, you know, amazing girls from all around, well, all around the South Island and some from the North Island as well. But just the opportunities were, were so, so, so big. Um, yeah, and- especially when you're from um, a rural mm-hmm. area. Yes, um, yeah. You know, it's makes such a difference. Like a big fish in a little pond to a (laughs) you know, small fish in a big pond. And it's it's so true though. You get and and I think it was great for me as well. Like I was a big sports person, like right from day dot really. My mum used to take us to swimming lessons and athletics and running and netball and stuff. Um and yeah, and I loved it. Like I thrived off sport. So um going up there and sort of don't you know, being really competitive was was really good for me, yeah. Awesome. And and Tiana, um, who did you play against? Like how many people live there and you know, what's the Yeah. Um, I think there's five thousand residents like year round, but then obviously with more, you know, in the summer and stuff, there's more people that live there. But there is a college there. Okay. Um, cool. and Anna Anna went there for a couple of years. Yeah. Um yeah, four years, seven and eight. Um, but yeah, like great people. It's a, yeah, very touristy sort of town, as you yeah. can imagine, like with being the gateway to Milford Sound. And mm. um, the winter is pretty dire, like really shitty weather, and and yeah, not not like the nicest place. And it's quite quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, lovely community. Um, quite. I, there's a lot more families there now. Like I think the school role, the primary school role in Tiana, because there's a primary school there as well, of course. Um is is really growing like a lot of right. families moving from Auckland and yeah um, awesome sounds like like Twizel yeah. yeah yeah which is cool so um yeah it's 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 cool I mean I don't know really my long-term plan like whether I'll live here forever or not like I love it at the moment but 
um, yeah. Or what I guess that's the beauty of what you've created is that yeah. you could do it anywhere, yeah. couldn't you? Yes, exactly, which yeah. is really cool. Um, so what did you do uh, after school? Um, so after school, I went to Lincoln. Yeah. For three years, I did a Bachelor of Agribusiness and Food Marketing. It was actually quite a new degree at the time. But um, yeah, it was. I kind of struggled in my last year of school, just like I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I sort of was quite keen on physio and paramedicine and sort of I had I studied the sciences like quite all the way through school Mm -hmm. um, just to sort of keep my options open but yeah I just really decided in the end that I would quite like to go to Lincoln I think and study something agricultural based but also yeah a little bit business like agribusiness and then and a bit bit of science in there because yeah yeah definitely yeah. yeah um so and it was great it was actually yeah a new degree we were the second year group to to do it so oh, cool. but it was great and loved it like I had the best time in my life it was so much yeah. fun yeah, <laughs> is awesome the best people. isn't it yeah oh so good yeah um and yeah my, like meet you know my best friends that I have today there so it's just it's yeah it was awesome after that I went to Minaret Station actually I worked um, for the Wallace family in their high-end luxury lodge that they have there yep so that's near um, Queenstown for anyone that doesn't know yeah yeah so um oh can, near near, yeah, Wanaka. near Wanaka. Yeah. yeah whoops wrong um, lake no that's all right. <laughs> um yeah so that was a pretty amazing job I was there for nine months um just sort of in guest services um and yeah hosting people from all around the world um very interesting people uh you know there was obviously they were obviously wealthy I guess um but yeah it was I suppose that was sort of the point where I was like wow I would love to sort of own my own business one day because I got talking to a lot of them they're all so lovely um and a a lot of them had, had built businesses from nothing um and founded you know these amazing products or companies um, and then obviously some also had, um, you know, it was hereditary as well and that um, being, you know, brought into money or whatever. But it was, yeah, it was a really cool, um, cool experience. And um, and I think I learned a lot of my customer service skills that I use today in my job from that, like just, you know, politeness and getting back to people and, yeah, you know, awesome. skills that are, that are really important. Um, Isn't it cool that um, when I look back on some of the jobs I had, um, it doesn't matter what it was. You, mm. you learnt so much from it. So mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it doesn't matter whether, you know, if you're not sure what to do when you leave school, just whatever you do is going to yeah. give you I skills. I totally agree with that. Absolutely. Mm. Doubt. Yeah. Um, and it was, it, yeah, it was definitely a stepping stone job. Like it, I wasn't going to be there forever. Mm. Um but it was, yeah, it was a great job and yeah, a great family business. And and again, met, you know, the the team that I worked with were lovely and they're all sort of a similar age, like early twenties. And yeah. Um, yeah. And so after that, I went up to Mount Monganui, um, and up in Tauranga and worked for a Manuka honey company, actually, oh, cool. um, in a marketing role. They were a startup as well. So very similar to Devar and Co. Um, yeah, it was again a really great job um there was only about five of us and and working in the business um yeah so you but, sort of do such a, a you would have done a massive scope of things like you do when yes, you've got your own business you literally absolutely. do like yeah. so yeah. many things yeah but I think that was the perfect job for me um you know I obviously didn't know that I was gonna start my own business straight after that but 
um it was yeah for, for the exact reason that you just said like I was exposed to so much and just was and learned so much and my bosses were fantastic um and yeah they'd come from you know huge big corporate companies in London and wanted to own their own um, New Zealand company and yeah it was it was really great so we sold New Zealand Manukahane um on Amazon actually which was really fascinating oh, wow. yeah, yeah so states and in Europe so pallets of honey would be sent over drop shipped and to a warehouse or distribution center and then distributed to customers that would purchase it through Amazon so Oh wow! And how's yeah. it going now? Is it going well? Um, really good, I think. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's just gone. Um, you know, boned since COVID as well, with um all the health benefits of no honey and yeah, um, that correlate with illness and things like that. So, yeah. Um, and I do keep in touch with him quite regularly. But yeah, no, I think it is. It's it's going well. So after that, I came back to the farm at the beginning of two thousand twenty. So. January oh yeah I finished up I was in my job for about two years and then yeah came back to the farm oh so right just, before COVID hit before were you COVID, just, yeah, just no yeah so you didn't yeah, go straight to another job you were just sort of weren't sure what you're going to do next yeah exactly yeah and I think um dad sort of knew that this um virus was sort of rampant he would always tell me like when he's on the tractor and stuff listening to the national program he'd be like yeah things coming I don't know what it is but um so yeah it was quite funny he was like I told you it would come <laughs> um, like, okay dad I'll listen to everything you okay. say from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so um that was yeah interesting so I got 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 home and then um that happened and um I sort of said well you know I'd love to work full-time on the farm because our farm worker had actually left in 2019 just the year before um and there was, so was this a, January still that you're saying to your parents you want to come back yeah, and work on the farm yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um the sort of the plan was to just to work on the farm till June and then mm-hmm. go overseas and I do see my, go away sorry yeah, yeah makes sense yeah 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 um so yeah he uh work had left the year before and yeah it was just per- perfect sort of timing in that regard um and the farm is 1,100 hectares and it's just mum and dad. So it's like, it's really busy. They're mm-hmm. flat out all the time. They're so hardworking. I don't know how they do it all, to be honest. But it's, yeah, it's very inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, yeah, they were really stoked that I was keen to do that. So I, um, and I love the farm. Like I think growing up, um, we definitely, you know, it's, um, as you can admit, you'll know with your children as well. Like everyone sort of just chips in and mm-hmm. feeds lands and d- does the dogs and, um, helps out at the, at the wool shed and with in the cattle yards and stuff it's just sort of all part of the lifestyle um yeah. but I hadn't really properly worked full-time on the farm at all before so um and, and it was really great because I get on so well with my dad particularly as well as my mum but it was more my dad and I out on the farm together um and I learned a lot from him which was really great and I think that's sort of when we just started discussing the wool um the wool thing and what we yeah. can with our wool um and yeah it was over usually over smoko yeah <laughs> a lot of discussion um usually and so you knew fire. by then that you weren't going to be going traveling anytime soon so you're like right what am I going to do because yeah, was exactly. it was it you know you thought you were going to work on the farm for six months saving yeah. money tactic so that you weren't out yeah, exactly. um drinking yeah. at Monganui yeah. or something <laughs> exactly yeah and free rent and all of the above yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so and I lived at home with them as well which was yeah it was great and we do get on really well so that was fine um so yeah and I think 
yeah I've, I've always been really passionate about wool um and I worked in the uh, Rousey and shearing sheds for some uni summer holidays which was cool yeah um, and that and doing that job probably sparked my interest more for it you know you get to like feel it and touch it and learn mm. from Rousey's so and soft like, so nice yeah yeah what's yeah. good wool and what isn't and, yeah um and my parents do take a lot of pride in their wool like they haven't let it lapse because prices have been terrible like they've still kept the quality really high um so yeah I just sort of said like I'd love to sort of do this and I know that I was working full-time on the farm but I can work you know pretty much do it as a side hustle like in Mm -hmm. the morning and the evenings after work and um and that's yeah pretty much exactly what I did really so um I think we uh, we did discuss quite a few options like ideas um and I yeah so what were your other ideas um well I sort of thought about like socks and blankets you know just the classic like what everyone sort of is doing yeah um and I wanted to do something really unique that no one else yeah um and And so how did the idea come to you yeah so my grandmother my just sorry do you just want to describe what your product is just in case yeah um, sorry yeah so we've taken um the classic homespun jersey and transformed it into sort of a modern day luxury fashion garment I guess yeah so we sell online and they're entirely New Zealand made and you have literally made them cool like yeah yeah yeah. I want one and before (laughs) you did it I would have never been seen dead in a homespun jersey yeah and now I want one and, uh, yeah. and I will eventually get one, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so, yeah. And that's what I love to hear as well because it's, you know, it's satisfying that, when, that that I know that we're creating something that people actually want and that is cool and they want to buy it, you know? Yeah, and cool and um, so practical. Yeah. Like I'm thinking of the rugby oh, sidelines. Like oh, there's a reason yeah. they existed in the first place. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And men, so, women, yeah. kids, everyone. Yes, I know. Yeah, unisex was a big thing for me just to ensure that we're getting, you know, targeting those both both gender or both markets um, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, so my grandmother, Sally, she was an incredible spinner and knitter. So she is my dad's mother. She actually passed away about four years ago. So she never got to see any of this and it's yeah. quite sad in a way, but also really nice that, that I've tied her into it a huge amount and taken inspiration from her designs and patterns that you know she used to knit us when we wow, were wow that's so cool um, yeah isn't really it cool. amazing like that's what I love about businesses that are you know mm. made from nothing started from scratch is there's always such a story behind it a real purpose and reason for this particular product there's such Absolutely. a story yeah yeah sure yeah and I think um that's what people do love about our brand and our story is that there is such rich history um behind it and it's so much more than just a jersey off the rack um, and I can talk to depth about that in a little minute as well. But yeah, so we, I, I, I guess I really just wanted to, yeah, take inspiration from her um, and and recreate the classic homespun that sort of, you know, a lot of rural people um, know and love um, and all, and be able to sell it and target urban, not just rural people, but urban, the urban customer as well and sort of bring yeah. something nostalgic to them too so and they're totally loving it aren't they I can tell yeah, from people posting yeah. it on Instagram oh yeah yeah um and yeah social media has been so great for us like it's oh and you got your page going so quickly yeah it's been really good um yeah we're really lucky that people have got behind it and yeah. um yeah, so lucky that we can just run a business from anywhere hey yeah oh it's amazing what would we do without it eh? I know, yeah mm. so um 
yeah I guess that that was that that really was the idea and then it was just getting getting my the ducks in a row and, and working out how we we're going to get our raw wool material um, made into beautiful jerseys that we could sell to customers um I I knew I only wanted it to be online and just sold online because um it's a startup less overheads etc um the my first phone call is actually to grant edwards um who is the general manager of pgg rats and wool so we supply our wool to pgg rats and mm-hmm. uh and grant is a good friend of my parents um and so dad said um he, he my dad gave me grant's number and said give grant a ring and tell him sort of what you're wanting to do um and he was so great he said kate what a fantastic idea like yeah. it's, you'll be you'll be you'll do so well and um here's you know you need to speak to this person and this person um, so and that's so cool what I love about that is that's that's what you need to do to get something mm-hmm. going like if anyone's mm-hmm. out there has got an idea you just mm-hmm. need to call someone who might remotely be linked somehow and it just starts the process starts the action and sometimes you come across dead ends so you try another avenue and you know Excellent. you keep chipping away and before you know it you've got the answers For sure yeah yeah and my parents are really big on ringing as opposed to emailing. They, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's sort of been ingrained in us, right, from little little kids really. But, um, yeah, so he was really great. And he gave me Andy May's contact details. And Andy is the general manager of Wool Yarns in Wellington. So um, he was able to um, dye and spin our wool into yarn for us to then be um, then be knitted into the garments. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Um, the New Zealand made thing was really important for us as well. Um, at the beginning, or sort of, yeah, right from the start, I really was stood by that. Like I wanted it to be entirely New Zealand made. Um, I did look into, we got quite far with a couple of manufacturers over in India. Um, yeah, it was, and the, the only reason right, really why I looked into that was just the price point. Like it was just so yeah, much. And- you have to do it due diligence when you're you setting do. up a business you can't just go blindly and just go no right. I'm doing that you need to look at the options and then Absolutely. the best yeah, decision yeah. based on all the sure. information you have don't you totally yeah yeah and that's exactly yeah it's exactly right and that's what we did um so yeah we I sort of soon scrapped that idea just because I I just didn't make much sense to me to when we could have it entirely made in New Zealand you know I totally understand other businesses not if they can't get their products made here but but we can so and, yeah. and, we, and it was just we just had to price it accordingly you know mm-hmm. what I mean so, yeah um yeah so and then um once we I got once I spoke to Andy um and he you know said that we could get our yarn produced um then the next step was um finding a nutter um, and to be honest, I did think about like retirement homes and all of that yeah. stuff through my mind. Um, but yeah, just the scale that I wanted was yeah. not going not to compare to that. So, um, but yeah, it's quite funny thinking back like to all of our ideas and crazy things. We, yeah. we, what, that was so cool. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, and then yeah, spoke to Jeff um, Keogh. So he's the general manager of, of Otago Knitwear in Dunedin, which is where the the jerseys are made so the yarn is sent down there from wellington um and the the jerseys are knitted on a five gauge flatbed knitting machine um it's about three meters long two two and a half meters long um in the machine is a five gauge machine and they can only use that machine um well we can only use it only use that one for our strong wool because just the the coarseness of the wool so 
um, if anyone's interested, we use our, we use our Yo wool, which is 36, 37 micron um, for the garments. So, yeah, it's we farm crossbred Romney Perindale sheep um, on devastation. So Awesome. And yeah. do you um, pay your family for the wool or are they do they have shares yeah. in what you do? Yeah, so we, Devar and Co just pays devastation, the market, the rate for the wool, yeah. which is really quite cheap. And I mean, it's just, it's amazing. It's the cheapest part of the whole product. Yeah. Um, which is, that, that is farming, eh? Totally where like, it starts, like yeah, even meat, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, all I see we're doing is just adding value to strong wool. Um, oh, totally. It's been the motivation right from the start, really. Um, and, and is yeah, it hard so, projecting how many to get made or I suppose what the beauty of what you do is it's not like some of those fast fast fashions where things are in for um, mm-hmm. the summer and then it's not. Mm-hmm. So totally, if you do yeah. over make, um, totally. you can, yeah. it's, you know, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a timeless piece. Like I think, yeah. you know, um, I've recently just been up to Canterbury and done like the Christchurch show and all the fates up there. And, and it's been so nice to meet all the customers and all of our, you know, people that have purchased jerseys and, and are wanting to and try them on and things. Um, and yeah, they've been, yeah, just so, so, so supportive really of it all. But um, I, yeah, I think we're, yeah, as I said, we're, we're just, we're just keeping it really simple. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm the only one working on it. So it has to be a really simple business model and it mm-hmm. is still a startup. Like we're not even a year old yet. We're yeah. a year old. Wow. Year, so. What you've achieved so far, you know, in terms of yeah. obviously I, I don't know what your books look like, but what you've achieved in terms of um, how many people know about your product and, yeah. you know, the impact yeah. that you've made in the market. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, there's so much more to go as well. Like I think that's the exciting part about it is that we are so young and and I've got so much to learn. Um and it's yeah it's really great to get advice and and see all these other amazing women and um in particular starting businesses from their own farms um all their rural areas or wherever they're residing in throughout the country um yeah it's it's very very cool to see it's it's really nice it's like we've got like a wee networking community of women mm-hmm. who are in a, in a similar position mm-hmm. yeah we do it's really cool it's very yeah. very special we um it. we've talked about organizing a dinner we nearly did it Yes, it got a bit busy we need to do that yeah we definitely do that would maybe be really we should book something yeah or if we book something um like quite a few months in advance then yeah. a lot of people in my position with kids and stuff mm-hmm. um you can make it happen because it's in the diary so oh, you work around yeah. it whereas yeah. if it's yeah. like talking about next week or next month it's like shivers yeah. it's already booked up Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm lucky that I don't have children to yeah. <laughs> work around with that. So I don't yeah. know how you guys do it all because I'm, yeah, I find I'm busy as it is without kids. So yeah, yeah. I don't know <laughs> how we do it either, to be honest. We just, <laughs> just charge on. Just charge on. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, that's pretty much the the process really. And once they're knitted, they come back to the farm and then we distribute them from there. So, yeah, and we, yeah, as I said, we just sell online. So we just get orders through the website and I just pack them 
two or three times a week, just depending on. That's on, a much so. better use of time. Otherwise, you spend every day so. packing. Yeah, 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 totally. And you like hook your m- m- printer up, and yeah, it's yeah. just yeah, it's it's yeah, it's silly. I'd rather just I'd rather just do it in a couple of lots a week, and then we have this lovely post lady Jodine who comes in and picks them up, and nice. they go on merry way to everyone, all of you guys. So yeah, it's it's really cool, and I think. Um, yeah, as I said, we've got these these heaps of other product ideas that I'm that I'm sort of trying to fit in in my time. I'm trying to um, prioritize that at the moment, just developing um, new products and things, which is exciting. Awesome. Yeah, and yeah. I see you've got kids ones coming soon. Yes, we do, which is cool. Um, yeah, I was quite keen to have them sort of out before Christmas, but um, I don't know if that's going to happen. But that's okay. Hopefully, early in the early next year, we'll have them um, on the website, which will be good. But awesome. yeah, there's quite a lot to that, just um, with sizing and things. Mm. Getting it right, yeah, yes, yeah, to d- a lot of mums. <laughs> different patterns will have different sizes, and yeah, absolutely. Like their size three yeah. will be completely different to the other size yeah. three. So how do you yeah. get it right? Yeah, yeah, it's been quite an interesting experience actually. I've tried them on lots of different children, and <laughs> yeah, they yeah, vary in size a lot, don't they? Yeah, kids? it's yeah. really funny. Yeah, yeah, totally. So but, um, like- something like a jersey, though, I can picture my kids in their um, hand knitted jerseys when they were young, like with sleeves rolled up. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah wearing it right until it's you know the end of it's nearly halfway yeah. up the forearm yeah. yeah so cool and it's all like hand-me-downs from through your kids and then the you know and then yeah the, the neighboring family yeah mm. but knitting's a dying art so you're onto a genius thing because mm. you know not as many people are getting um mm. things knitted by their grandparents or their parents like they mm-hmm. used to yeah absolutely um yeah and it's I think during COVID as well like um people start well I just got like a lot of emails and messages from people you know wanting to um to know like how I even started Mm. particularly women um I think yeah it was probably a time for reflection in a way um you know you're not I think everyone loved COVID lockdown anyway I don't know if you did or not but yeah the yeah I did the the first eight weeks of it was yeah, good yeah yeah and yeah, then after that not so much um yeah it just yeah. made you realize that life's yeah. a wee bit crazy busy it doesn't have to be yeah. so hectic but totally. yeah I mean, yeah absolutely I, I learned yeah. that but I don't know if I'm following through with it quite yet we did at the time but yeah sort of yeah got, I know it sort of just again. goes back to normal doesn't it yeah yeah but, yeah, but it's a of, nice reminder yeah of what's is. important and mm-hmm, totally yeah. Yeah. and I think people did start just sort of buying knitting kits and yeah, doing, they did. Yeah, and their own little things, and which was really nice. But, um, yeah. So, but no, it was. I think in supporting local as well. That that yeah, was that was huge in COVID. Time. Yeah. yeah, huge. So so big, and um, and yeah, looking back then, like the yeah, the whole New Zealand made thing again. That was that just sort of reinforced. Yeah, um, that's what like, would have really pushed it yeah. and made it cement and yeah. you know for you because people yeah. were so into it during COVID. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, so what have been the, um, what would you say the biggest achievements of your brand so far? Um, probably just getting it to where it is in quite a short time, I'd say. Um, and. So were the shows really, um, effective? What's the word? Yeah, they were. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Awesome. No, really. They really were. So it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Actual sales and then branding as well. Mm, mm, For sure. Awareness. Um, and I've had, I think, coming back from the shows and reflecting on that, like it was, 
I, as I sort of mentioned earlier, it was really great to speak to a lot of people that had been following us for like right since right from you know the start of the year, I um, mean wanting to buy but they didn't they didn't know what one to buy and they didn't know the size or the fit and they'd try it on at the show um mm-hmm. all the fact and then buy it then in there which was really cool, um and the other thing that was that sort of that I took away from it as well was that our paid advertising so in like magazines like the Metropole and Kiora. Mm-hmm. um as working as well and um yeah. as you'll know like that's it's not a cheap exercise um no it's so expensive and really expensive. It, and like you're saying it may not it doesn't work necessarily straight away but no then yeah. they see you yeah. that once and then yeah. they'll see you at, yeah. the, at the show and, yeah and they all yeah. said like oh we've seen you on this magazine or this magazine and that's really nice to know that actually all that hard-earned money isn't just because mm, yeah it, for anyone listening it doesn't know it's yeah it's, it's it steep. It, yeah and even that's been challenging as well just for me not like I don't I've sort of been yeah it's been a bit of a stab in the dark as to who to advertise with and how much to spend and oh. how, how often to I um, am with you on that totally yeah. they say that 50% of your marketing works but the mm-hmm. challenge is knowing what 50% that is yeah so often yes. you have no idea so you're no, just yeah and, you can't and you're never sure if it yeah. helps or not yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's been um quite challenging as well. And there's been a few um oh there's been lots of ch- um hiccups and and mistakes you know that I've made right from the beginning. Um, our first bale of wool that we got spun um was a complete waste of money. It was ply it was spun the wrong like the wrong way. It was plied wrong, so we couldn't. Mm. Um, we got a few jerseys, a few sample jerseys knitted um knitted up and they were just hideous absolutely so coarse like concrete like you wouldn't want to even oh man and did you know that they'd done it wrong or or were you thinking oh my goodness these are not going to work feel this this is horrible oh it was awful um I I know it was really gutting I hadn't and I looking back I was a little bit um annoyed I guess that that I you know that yeah that like, that I hadn't really probably done my due diligence and 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 but that's learning out. you don't yeah, know until you do it yeah, yeah it learning. um so yeah all the yarns just sitting up at my parents house in the garage just yeah doing nothing there <laughs> well, I don't just think of that money that's like that I could be using for something else but yeah anyway it's like a big learning curve and I mm. think um, yeah you go through you know and there's been you know multiple other ones as well but um but yeah it's it's all part of a startup and learning and I think my my dad in particular, he's he's been a huge part of of Dubai and Co and and getting it to where it is today as well. Like he he doesn't know anything about marketing and Facebook and Instagram or anything like that. But yeah. he is a, a real business. Um, he's a real business brain on him, and um, he's fantastic to sort of bounce ideas off. And um, and he yeah, a lot of people have said to me like, you really need a mentor for um your business and company and and. And I agree with him, and but I feel like he he You've got one, yeah. That I mentor, yeah. Um, and yeah, and you definitely do need a mentor for sure, like without yeah. a doubt. But I um am lucky that I don't have to spend yeah, money that's perfect. At the moment. Yeah, yeah, and um and and it's and, and it's you really should, nice and you can well. tell him to bugger off if you don't like yeah, his ideas exactly. as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like an amicable relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And it's, he's really excited about it. And, you know, mamas obviously as well. Like, they're, 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 I think they're just stoked that, that we're doing something with our wool, really. Um, yeah, it's very cool. And how like, lucky are they to have um, two of their daughters on the farm, even yeah. if it's not forever. Yeah. But exactly. yeah. now, anyway. 
Yeah. And yeah. so what brought your sister back to the farm? Um, so she is, fr- she's sort of from a real foodie background. So she studied a Bachelor of Culinary Business and Arts um, in Wellington for three years. So um, yeah, incredible chef really. Um, and then she worked, got a job in a sort of a cafe, a Whole Foods cafe in Christchurch. She's dairy and gluten free. So she um, sort of, yeah, cooks a lot of, um, with like raw ingredients and, and um, alternative milks and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think she, similar to me, really the whole, the the COVID situation and, um, and yeah, there's just something about being back here. I feel like we haven't, we've both, we both were at boarding school for, you know, so many years and then in uni and things. And, um, and we do love it here and we get on so well as a family. We're very family minded. Um, and that's thanks to our parents that we've been, we've had the most amazing upbringing and childhood, um and yeah and it's yeah been very very cool so I think it's it's quite nice to just come back to the to the farm and do our own thing but and yeah and in a way not repay our parents at all but just like have fun with them like mm, that's you know, so nice probably I can not actually enjoy you now yeah. long, you know like we don't know what's going to happen mm. so well I, well I think we'll be here for quite a while with this shop and <laughs> yeah it sounds um, like it <laughs> you know what I mean opening but um yeah, I have plans. I, I'm going overseas next year for a oh, awesome. five months, which will be really cool. Um, How will yeah, you work the business like, and what will you yeah, do there? Yeah, I was sort of just um, talking to my parents about that yesterday. Um, but good on you doing it because yeah. it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Obviously, you can so travel well. when you're older, but to yeah. get that OE in, in your 20s yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, and I think just because I you know, had plans right you know, before COVID, I've always wanted to go and do my mm. OE that was sort of hindered and and I don't want to not go because of that in a way yeah, so yeah. um and uh, you're right it is really the only opportunity now while the business is still sort of in baby phase um yeah. and it could be a great opportunity to yeah do a lot of market research over there and yeah um, where are you going to go um Europe first and then my friend and I are planning to go and do base camp in Nepal on our way oh home. wow be really cool yeah that's amazing yeah Um, so that leads us in nicely to our next section well done well done um so you were training for god zone just before covid yes so um last year in about july i um oh it was last year Wow, it was it was me it was it was meant to be in march this year but we started i see what you mean sorry i see you man yep 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 so yeah so i'd been at home for a year or over a year yeah um yeah before, yeah um yeah I have always been really into sort of adventure stuff I guess and um yeah and I love challenging myself and in, in ways that you know you, you just don't know how far you can push yourself until until you actually are in in that zone doing that and I think that's what I love about it so much um so yeah I said to three three friends that um, I'd love to do God's own. What do you guys think of this? That I, you know, I picked who I'd ask because it's not. <laughs> no, you don't just say it to any old person. Remind <laughs> us what it, I mean. I know it's yeah, sorry, incredible, yeah. but remind us yeah. what it. What's it? So involved? yeah, so God's own is a multi-day, um, multi-sport adventure race, really. Um, and it's um, the one that was in March that I was meant to do was seven hundred, just over seven hundred kilometers um each and, individual person or um as a team so, yeah, so you could do it together yeah, sorry, at the same yeah, time okay. yeah yeah right yeah. yeah um and 700 wow yeah it's the biggest um 
yeah largest adventure race um in New Zealand by far but it's been and what's going... that split into like in um, terms of running yeah, walking the, the, yeah so hiking. there's um well not really much running just yeah so there's Climbing. hiking um pack rafting or kayaking depending on um whether you do a pursuit which is just a sort of a not an easier but it is more yeah more um more doable I guess course than the pure option um and then biking um yeah I think I've seen them all there's about three four yeah, and it's not just biking on a road is it it's like mountainous biking yeah 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 oh yeah yeah sort of gravel right definitely off-road there is a little bit of on-road depending on um on where you go but it's um uh, yeah so you're in a team of four and you have to have one girl on the team that's the one of the prereqs for it mm-hmm. um there's been it's been going for 11 years so they call it chapters so um the recent one in March this year was chapter um 10 I think or t- t- yeah chapter 10 or 11 okay. um and it was started just below Jackson Bay on the west coast of mm-hmm. the South Island and finished over um on the east coast just below Dunedin at the Tyree mouth so the whole um South Island humongous effort yeah man and that's like you're crossing some serious mountains and stuff mountains and um down some rivers and yeah it was yeah pretty amazing not that I did it but um was yeah there for my team quite a bit of the way but um but yeah it was so anyway so I was training for that um we had a great team um and then, so I started training, we started training for it, um, yeah, in July or, yeah, July, August-ish, um, light training, and then it got obviously more intensive um, the, year, the year before. And then in January this year, I we were doing a mission that wasn't um, a competition or anything, it was just a, we just planned to do a mission as a team, um, sort of behind Lake Metapodi, um near, so, yeah, sort of these like Lake Tiana and then Manapuri is like near near there um, and there's a mountain behind it called Mount Tataroa and we um, so we did like a pack raft um, to the base of Mount Tataroa and walked up the mountain and on my way down I um, my my knee gave way coming down the mountain it was sort of like 3pm in the afternoon thankfully it was like a lovely day and not cold um but yeah it was so gutting I had I've done my ACL on that knee before um playing netball about seven or eight years ago at school um and it felt and sounded exactly the same as um as that and I just sort of knew straight away I was like oh no like I've done my Mm. ACL I've redone my ACL um anyway I we did have a um an EPIRB with us but we sort of all decided that that I'd be fine and I you know I'm yeah I just didn't want to like be a pain and you don't want the I, helicopter I coming up to get you basically <laughs> yeah pretty much and I was with three boys and I just was like trying to be brave oh my goodness. <laughs> um, anyway so yeah I carried on we carried on walking down the hill oh, so you kept walking they didn't carry you or anything you kept walking well no they were amazing and um honestly I'm so thankful to all yeah all, all of them they were just fantastic but um, we thankfully we had a pack raft with us because we um, the first part of our mission was packed to pack raft so we um, rolled that out so it's, it's deflated at this point because um, we were carrying it and I hopped in there and they pulled me down quite a bit of the hill which was mountain which was really good so I could slide down mm-hmm. um, that so it was yeah definitely we had to come up with a few different um, how far did you have to get from where you hurt yourself to where you had vehicles um 
K's wise, I don't actually know off the top of my head, but it took three hours to get, and it, it didn't, I mean, it wasn't, I don't think it was that far. It might've been five K's or, yeah. you know, not far really at all, but it was, yeah, pretty vertical, um, steep terrain. So yeah, I got, we got to the hut um, and then I said to them, I don't, I don't think I'm going to like, yeah, I think, I think we need to pull the e-ferb. Like I, yeah. So yeah. anyway, the two boys ran out to the road, um, which was about a 12K run. It might have been a little bit more than that, actually. And they managed to ring, um, like they rang my mum just to ask her, like, what 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 they should do. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. Someone's <laughs> yeah. mum will know. Someone's mum yeah. will know. <laughs> well, I think we just all didn't want to pull the EPIRB just for kicks because they're, they're so busy at that time of year. Yeah. With, and yeah. down that area as well and I and I don't know and I also know that um the chief pilot of the of Southern Lakes helicopters who picked me up which was really embarrassing <laughs> so yeah that was fine but yeah so anyway I did get a helicopter so your mum was like no call the helicopter yeah pretty much. you yeah. should have done and it I'm three like, hours ago yeah exactly she could say that um <laughs> and it was definitely the right call because yeah so I got back to the medical center yeah and I hadn't done my ACL which was I was really stoked about but I'd dislocated it and relocated yeah so it was a dislocation relocation of my patella so my knee kneecap um and yeah it's literally taken this whole year to recover I just went for my second big run this afternoon which was like 40 minutes but um it's been so challenging um both mentally and physically um and at the first part of it and the early stage I guess after doing it was was more just I just felt like you know I'd let my team down mm. and all those thoughts were like going through my head like I was just so gutted that we'd trained so hard for you know a number of very like a long a number of months and for, for and it's a massive commitment isn't it all that training huge commitment yeah and money and like it's it's not cheap to do god's own and then you've yeah. got to get all the gear and um and then it's time that i that i could have been spend, spending on my business and mm, um you that's know, a huge thing that huge yeah thing. yeah yeah um so that was yeah it was it was really hard those first um few weeks and and months and my family and friends like an amazing support and um and I sort of held on to hope that I could still do it um but there was just absolutely no way that I yeah I could hardly even like walk on it let alone um yeah so I was only like walking by God's own so yeah it was definitely the right call but did your team uh, do it with someone else yeah, they did. Yeah. So the girl, um, Laura, who's a really good friend of mine, she actually wasn't originally in the team, but she was um, doing coast to coast as well as God's Own. Um, and so she pulled pin on God's Own prior to me doing um, having my injury and she just wanted to focus on coast to coast. So when that happened, I, we had to rally her back in. But, yeah, really convince um, her. Yeah. Well, it's just hard because, you, yeah, you, you have to have a girl, otherwise mm. you can't do it. So um yeah but she's amazing she's so fit and she just fitted perfectly in there and they did really well it was the hardest um god zone to date um and a lot of teams got short course including our team but they did um so if they didn't make a certain time um, yeah yeah they just sort of get driven to the next stage i see Um, and you almost disqualify kind of stage uh or you get lo- a yes lot of points no. off or something yeah, Is that a point yeah, thing? yeah yeah so they're i think they sort of created like a short course um version like version so that people could still get first second and third in the short course option as opposed okay. to the, the large one but was there um, a particular point in each section that was 
that you'd get picked up from if you couldn't make it. Yeah, there is. So to make it even factors. so everyone had done the yeah. right, the same yeah. amount of distance. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. And is so, the orienteering, like you have to yeah, find your way. Yeah, you've got it, yeah. So you're not navigating obviously not work, yeah. compass, navigation, maps, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I wasn't the best at that, to be fair. So <laughs> it's not my strong point. <laughs> Um, oh yeah. Be hard. Oh, yeah 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 really yeah it really is but I think yeah just that I love that sort of just the challenge of it I think um yeah and so do you feel like over the last year you'd lost a sense of yourself and self-identity it was part of who you were yeah definitely a little bit um but then again with this business I've sort yeah, of sinking yourself like, into um, that yeah in a yeah. way um and and then, yeah, looking back as well, like it's, it is funny how things work out, even though it's, he's been so, so gutting and just such a long recovery time. Um, it's I've been able to focus on my business. And I think my business would have definitely suffered in those early months. Mm-hmm. Um, we launched it in February. So that was only a month before God's own. Yeah. So um, that's funny how things Oh, so you out. launched the business a month before God's own. I yeah, see. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So may, maybe you wouldn't have launched it in February. You know, you wouldn't have no, had the, I know. Had the time. Really fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, it probably would have been a bit further down the track or whatever. So will yeah. you aim to do God's own later at a later date? Um, yeah, I really definitely want to do it. Like, absolutely. But I won't do it. I'm not going to do it in March next year because it's yeah. like, it's only not you'll be away. You'll I'm be traveling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, when I get back from overseas, potentially all the year after, I mean, they have it, yeah, I think they've, they have it um, every year. So, yeah. Um, and so you're single, which is handy for yes, traveling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Handy for traveling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, just have come out of a long term relationship, but um, he, yeah, he's a lovely, lovely guy, um, but we're just different people and want different things. And yeah, um, yeah, that's been quite hard as well, but just, um, I guess knowing sort of what you want, um, and yeah, I think the hardest part about it I've found is, is being selfish, which Mm. I hate, um, and putting yourself first, but, um, yeah, it's definitely um like it sounds like you made the call and it's really mm. hard because um you still care about that person and then seeing mm. them upset and hurting mm-hmm. but knowing mm-hmm. you have to stick to your guns and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. definitely yeah yeah um yeah so that's been um yeah that's been hard but it's but um yeah like I said I'm like content with the decision and it's yeah um and yeah he's an absolutely amazing person and hell there'll be someone out there you know um that for, helped for both they'll of be you. very lucky to have yeah exactly so um yeah but um yeah we'll still be friends and everything like it's yeah. we're mature adults and um yeah. yeah nice nice um cool well I've got some fun questions to go I'll just have a wee look yeah oh yeah so maybe um some advice for anyone wanting to start up their own business whether it be with wool from a rural location or from anywhere yeah um good question I will of course like just get stuck in that would be my advice like give it a good crack um and definitely have as I sort of touched on earlier a mentor or someone whether it's it might even just be your partner or your son or daughter or mother or father whoever it is um to bounce ideas off like mm. I really needed my parents or particularly my dad in those early mm-hmm. stages to sort of help get it off the ground 
Um, Because it's quite lonely if it's just you as well and you're the only one that really appreciates Mm -hmm. the highs and the lows of the things that go with it if you haven't got someone that you're talking to about it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And just the the decisions, like I think indecision is is really is not healthy. Like I I find if I can't make a decision, it it just, yeah, it sort of screws up up Mm. your mindset in a way like it's yeah the minute you can't decide straight away then you can't decide can you because you suddenly you're into a different headspace and you're going around in circles and yeah 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 and it doesn't mean you don't have to decide then and there like you can go and and think about it for a day or two and then but just making the decision like put a time put a you know time frame on it like I have to have made this decision by yeah day Friday um and and move on to the next task so that's that's something that I've really that I really stand by and that really helps me with because there's so many decisions everyone's got makes decisions mm-hmm. you know throughout their day like all the time but um you know when there's like you know thousands of dollars and in, in, in production mm-hmm. and shipping and um and customers waiting on orders you know that, that's like it's important stuff that you that you just have to make a decision yeah. and, 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 ma- and a magazine saying one, but... we need to know by 12 p.m tomorrow whether you want to be yes. in this magazine or not yeah. and it's like yeah <sighs> yeah I don't know what to do but yeah, yeah it's so hard isn't it yeah. but um yeah I think that's definitely what yeah though th- those would be um definitely a couple of pieces of advice um and just I try and manage the business um this kind of sounds quite random but like from a bird's eye view perspective um because I find if I'm really engrossed in it like too much in it I lose touch of everything around me like I want to be able to look down and manage even though I don't have anyone below you know it's just me but manage like the different baskets or different facets of the business that's incredible Um, insight and amazing thing that people struggle with including myself because you get so busy that sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard to hard to look in on it it? you need need to spend time working on the business not just in it and yeah yeah. all right yeah so that's amazing you do that yeah so how do you do that you know how do you um, yeah I was just sort of going to elaborate on that so yeah. I am a big list person so yeah. I um every morning I write a to-do list and I just I'm a I have a I'm like a really um like a hands-on sort of person like I have a notebook and I write to-do and I put like a little like check box yeah and usually it's a paid you know an A5 page long but um and I just yeah that's sort of one of the one of the one of the reasons one of the things that I do do um the other thing is with my emails like I can find sometimes you like go back into your emails like every like 20 minutes you know and but I try and do all emails like first thing in the morning and then don't look at my emails until like that night or the next day or something yeah um because yeah you you waste so much time and then you don't get anything else done yeah yeah absolutely yeah um, and just prioritize so with my to-do list I write like I have five priorities for the day so I write down I just put like and you know number one two three four and five and just as long as I get those five done that day then I'm happy and if I tick a few other things off yeah and then I rewrite the list again the next day it's quite yeah. a weird way of doing it but no I do the same and I actually have to rewrite my list during the day as well because I mm-hmm. might get to Um, Because normally I have too many priorities on my list. I can't achieve them all in in that day. So I might get to halfway through the day and I have to rewrite the list based on how much time I've got left and what the priorities are. So something that might have been number five might um, actually move to tomorrow. 
yeah 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 exactly and you've got so like you've got so many staff and I mean that's just amazing I don't even know how you do it all lists like what you're saying (laughs) so keep going because there's pieces of paper everywhere all throughout the house (laughs) oh literally yeah 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 yeah. so um yeah that's that's sort of um yeah but I'm so I, I love learning from people and I think I will always, you know, pick up the phone or, or email or, and, and, and I think my dad and, and another sort of um, family friend of ours who I've been getting some business advice from, he's, he lives in, over in Australia and he's, he's amazing, an amazing businessman, but he really encourages um, me and, and anyone that's, that's just starting in, in, in business or on, on their, you know, on their journeys. Um, to just speak to people like you know go and talk to Karen Walker or Trelise Cooper or any of those top fashion designers or brands or I mean you know all you have to do is buy them a coffee and and all they're going to say is no so yeah I love um, that mm, it's yeah and I so I need I actually need to do that I need to eat my own words but um yeah but if you write it on your list that helps take the Mm. nervousness away doesn't it because you have to do it's on the list it's the next thing Mm -hmm. so you just action Mm -hmm. you do it without the mind thinking oh no no they'll say no yeah yeah that imposter syndrome like kicks in yeah yeah so um cool well um definitely I think you can report back to me Mm, how you go with, with Karen Walker yeah I know I should be so great to talk to yeah how um, cool yeah we could do a wee collab <laughs> yeah oh my gosh that'd be amazing wouldn't it, it? Mm. yeah yeah shivers yes mm. um and those um do you find like those big um they have been termed hairy audacious goals I think there's a book about that um those mm. big goals like that really keep you going and drive you mm-hmm. forward totally yeah absolutely it's quite it kind of excites me all that all that stuff like mm. um you know yeah and and just I think I'm quite a perfectionist as well like I like things to be really done well and done and done perfectly and I think that's been quite challenging for me as well because a lot of the time it hasn't been perfect and I've had to like you know sign it off or make a decision as we as I said earlier um and and it's not 100% I'm not 100% happy with it but like the time's ticking and you've just got to carry on and yeah you know some a lot of the time people don't even notice those little things anyway but it's just it's just who I am and you'll probably find the same Kate as well like you want things done because it's your business and your Mm -hmm. baby and um and you want it done to your standards yeah 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 but it's amazing how your product develops through time as well and mm-hmm. you look back at like you might even look back at some of the stuff you did in terms of your marketing a year ago mm-hmm. and how far mm-hmm. it's probably come just oh, in that absolutely. short amount of time yeah 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 for sure definitely and I think like we I outsource quite a lot of stuff now as well like I think I just want to leave the I'd rather just pay the money and and have someone really professional in what they're doing do it really well as opposed to me trying to bug around on canva or whatever and you yeah. know yeah because i can't use photoshop so yeah. um or something like that that's a just an example but um yeah we use an amazing photographer francine bower i'll give her a wee shout out because she's absolutely incredible yeah. i loved your um, photo shoot you did up the um what do you call it the pass between Wanaka and queenstown oh, Oh, was it Skippers or was it? Skippers. Oh, and Coronet in the Coron- winter. Yeah, Coronet, the winter yeah. one. Yeah. 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 She is just such, it's so talented. Like, and she's, and she's such a lovely, lovely girl as well. And it's just bliss working with her. Like she's. So where's yeah, she based? Great. 
She is based in Gwent. Oh, she's actually moved to Kingston now. So just at the oh, head sweet, of near Queenstown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her Perfect. and her, yeah, she's having a wee baby, which is exciting. Her and her partner have just bought a house there, but she's from the Netherlands originally. Oh, cool. Um, she's been living in New Zealand for a couple of years. So that's really nice to support her because she's so passionate about what she does. And, um, and, and yeah, I think as well, like with our models, um, I, I love using local models and I don't think there's any need to, at this point in time in this early phase um, of the business sort of use um, models on contract or um, mm, with, no. with agencies. Um, a, for, Especially for a with your target market as well. I think. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's really, I think people love sort of saying like, Oh, you know, I saw so-and-so wearing um, you modeling your Jersey or whatever. And yeah. it's such a nice connection for people. Um, and it's really nice to support, you know, all of all of our friends as well. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, so that's but that's been really really good. But um, yeah, and then I have an amazing designer that I work with, and I actually met her up in the mount when I was working up there. Um, so she did all of our branding for us. Um, and her name's Ash. Um, and she her um business is called Funnick Design. Um, and she's incredible. So she has been yeah um, another amazing person to work for and. Um, anything branding or um, design work or print collateral I just um, get her to design it and, and liaise with the printers and it's, it is just so much easier it just takes yeah. a lot of pressure off and it means um, you don't have to hire people to do that you know definitely. have a full-time staff that you're managing and you can focus exactly. on working um, yes. in yes. the business where you have to but yeah. especially on it yeah. that you're yes. so big yes. on that's awesome yeah yeah cool so, I've yeah. got some fun questions now cool that um favorite distance to run definitely long a jump do you want like a k's or yeah oh uh, i i would happily just well not at the moment oh nearly i nearly did 10k today but um 10k would be like it's I'd just like going for a wee jog sort of like yeah just... yeah just like a nice like yeah i'm definitely an engine i'm not a sprinter i'm definitely an endurance like yeah. but i more see it as like clear the heat like oh yeah running so good for that i love so it good. Yeah. Just music and all out, depending on how I feel. But yeah, some um, and we're really lucky around here. We've got like quite a few hills and um some cool back back country roads and stuff that I love to go on. So yeah, that would be my favorite distance. Awesome. And would you rather up run uphill or downhill? Definitely up. Down is so it's horrific on the body, eh? Oh, awful. Quicker, but <laughs> yeah, and all right, still... if you can kind of let your legs like let them go and let them kind of yeah, away, yeah, but... yeah exactly. And your yeah. core is just working really hard, yeah. <laughs> um, favorite race you've done? Um, probably. Well, when I was at um high school, I went to Malta, which is an island below Italy, um, because I actually used to cross country run like. You know that was my that was my sport. I rode and it for school and then also there as well. Um, and our team went over there for the world um cross country champs. Wow, so awesome. Probably my yeah favorite race. That's um, so it was cool. Not actually that long. It was like through just over three k. Um, yeah, but it was yeah huge amount of training as well for that. And I so yeah, how what what are your splits for that? Um. Oh God, I think my I think my time was like. 12 minutes amazing yeah cool. not really oh, gosh I cannot do that now but <laughs> yeah hit or weights um well 
I have been loving hips, but recently I've really been loving weights because for my gym, my recovery, my knee, I've had to really like and do low impact weights. Yeah. Um. So and there's a gym in town now that I go to, and it's actually like it's pretty basic, and it's yeah, but it's 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 actually fine, and it's got everything that you need. Um. And my sister and I also have a few weights and um dumbbells and a few things at home as well that we can use when we if we don't go into town, but. But yeah, I, I I don't know. I think I I love I love the intensity of hips, like the and having a really good sweat up and, and that burn of that sort of cardio feeling. But then I do really like the weights as well. Like you can have a longer sort of more slower pace, but mm. still have such a burning feeling. Yeah. Feel so good after it as well. Our most popular workout on Dedica is actually a combination of the two. It's called Ignite, so it's hit but with weights. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of both. Yeah, I think I tried that one actually when I did my. I really like that, and I yeah. was it the power session as well. Yeah, that's just hit. Yeah, yeah, that's good as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yoga or Pilates? Pilates. Plank or press ups? Uh press ups. Burpees or jumping lunges? Burpees. Sweatshirt or a jersey? <laughs> jersey. Silly question. <laughs> Blazer or leather jacket? Blazer. Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. I wondered, you know, with you being a bit younger, do you do TikTok? Mm-hmm. No, not really, but um, not personally and not really. I'm sort of just getting into it with um, Devar and Co. But yeah, um, just, uh, yeah, it's quite interesting. It would, well, I want to sort of get into it more just to sort of see how that younger demographic um mm. And I'm trying to as kind of like, I haven't, I need to actually do some more. I haven't done anything on there for a couple of weeks, but um, almost like future proof. Yes. Yes. Um, But it's, it's all videos. And so. Yeah, I know it's hard. Yeah. So do you do um, film workouts and put it on there? um, Yeah. Just, just the video ones. Yeah. I've only got about six or seven videos on there, but um, yeah, just like any reels or um, yeah, just snippets. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, champagne or a cocktail? Champagne. Summer barbecue or winter ski apres? Oh, summer barbecue, but that's hard. I would like both of them. Pineapple in burgers, yes or no? No way. <laughs> no way. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you like it? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Leggings or shorts? Like for working out? Or just, you know, what are your favourite things to wear? Uh, Leggings. T-shirt or tank? Uh, T-shirt. Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Okay, now we've got some questions that are going to go a wee bit left field. Would you rather be forced to sing a song or dance to the song in public? Sing a song, definitely. Have you got a good voice or just really uh, good at dancing? People say I do, but I don't think I do. Well, but. if people say you do, you must. Oh, no. Are you going to sing to us like Bex Heyman did? Oh, God, no. Just joking. <laughs> She's you can amazing. So, yeah, it's cool. Eh? Yeah. yeah, very cool. <laughs> Would you rather be chronically underdressed or chronically overdressed for a function? Under. Underdressed. So, like, everyone's in ball gowns and you're in your trackies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. Every, on everyone's in trackies and you're in ball gown. Neither are good, are they? 
neither are good yeah <laughs> but that's you've gone really for a, that's a good one yeah oh my god <laughs> <laughs> would you rather stay in during a snow day or build a fort build a fort would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out at night never never be able to go out at night I'd say that's what most people pick is a mm. hard one, but mm. you know, imagine never leaving during yeah. the day. Yeah. Would you rather have a personal maid or a personal chef? You kind of do have a personal chef. I know I do. It's quite good. <laughs> yeah. Um oh would I rather well, I'd probably yeah, I'd probably have a per- I'd yeah, probably prefer to have a personal chef. I don't really know if I like people cleaning up after me. I find yeah. it I like to do my own cleaning. One day you might. Yeah, one day. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, would you rather lounge by the pool or lounge by the beach? Lounge by the pool, probably, yeah. Is that you don't like getting sand? Yeah. Oh, funny I really places? mind that. Oh, I just like it be quite handy just to like nip to the bathroom or grab something or, you know, from yeah. the home. It's a bit, um, it's much more lower maintenance being by a pool, isn't it? Than at the yeah, beach. and then, yeah, and then just like people and chaos and depending yeah. on the yeah. I would have to agree with you on that one. Um, same socks for a month or same underwear for a week? Same socks for a month. <laughs> would you rather always be <laughs> 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? Oh, I really like to be early or on time. So I'd probably be, well, yeah, I just, I feel like if you're late, it's like you're wasting other people's precious time, you know? Yeah. So I'd, yeah, even though I suppose you can just sit and do work anyway for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, sticky fingers or wet feet? Um, oh, sticky fingers, wet feet I could not handle. Yeah. Oh, sticky thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, it's just your thing. No, there's no right or wrong. I'm just analyzing what I'd choose oh. as well. Um, sticky fingers wouldn't be fun, though, would it? No. <laughs> but wet feet's just a no-no for you. No, I don't like wet feet. Or just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and last one, um, would you rather be able to speak any language or be able to communicate with animals? Sorry, they're quite random. No, that's right. Um, I'd rather I'd rather speak any language. That would be so cool if you yeah, could, imagine like, it. You could converse with every person on the planet, mm. or you know, every different um culture. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Good How question. many languages? Yeah, they are cool, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, I was stoked when I found that website. I'd looked um, I'd researched before, but this one seemed to pop up quite easily this time. So. Yeah. Yay. Oh my God. Yay. So is there anything else before we go? Maybe that's a big thing that's happening or happened in your life that you haven't shared today that you might go, oh, shivers, I forgot to say that or. No, I feel like I've covered most of it, to be honest. Um, yeah, no, I think, yeah, it's been a big year, really big year personally in, 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 you know, but with my business and in life and everything. Um, and I just, I, I, it astounds me how fast it's gone, to be honest. Oh, I cannot believe it's like, it's horrific. Here. Yeah, it's really Each scary. week, it's like, well, it's Monday today mm. um, for us. And um, like, I'm every Monday, I'm like, well, that's the week buggered. 
because it goes yeah. that fast oh, it just does it's it's yeah it's it is scary and just like trying to yeah get everything fitted in before the end of the year and because obviously everyone goes on you know all our manufacturers go on holiday for like a good month and whatnot mm, so true trying to, um trying to sort of sort all that out and is it your first no it's your second christmas but your first probably proper christmas is it um, in terms for, of not knowing like forecasting yeah, sales and exactly yeah 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 exactly um and I think like obviously we sell woolen jerseys um but yeah I'm just trying to do a lot of work behind the scenes at the moment with our marketing strategy um and photography and things to sort of show that you can you know that you run needs a woolen jersey in summer well, as well yeah, like, I'm barbecues a... and like exactly get, as soon as it gets dark if you've been out in the hot yeah. sun all day as soon as as soon as it gets dark it's freezing, freezing and if you're yeah. wearing shorts or a skirt or something you yeah. need a jersey over top yeah, to yeah, um yeah 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 so we're just working with Fran um at the moment our photographer just um yeah to sort of do standing around the barbecue and... shirts. yeah and just oh, like that's cool. down by the beach and, yeah. and a little fishing or good idea um, heaps of heaps of things and I think you know we live in such a great place to sort of showcase that as well mm. um, and then also just try and showcase um urban you know the urban customer wearing them as well like maybe yeah. like out at a bar outside or um, yeah perfect oh that's fun I know it is fun yeah (laughs) so yeah that's that's coming up which is cool but other than that no I feel like I've covered most of awesome and you brought out the pink ones recently yes raspberry are they called uh rose rose sorry yeah Um, and so any new colors coming out or have you um yes so we're doing this the the kids range which um we're doing in dust which is like this beautiful sort of um it's quite similar to snow but it's not being dyed it's sort of like a gray white I can't really describe it but kind of the color of dust really like gravel um and then also a beautiful navy which we're calling Takatimo which is um our farm backs onto the Takatimo mountains here nice Um, and they've got this beautiful sort of blue navy purpley tinge to them um at various hours of the day and it's it's just so stunning so that was inspiration for that so yeah those two we're bringing out for children but also I'm doing them for adults next yeah. year as well would black um, work or not that- yeah I think so we've had quite a few um when I was up in Canterbury quite a few people um suggested black to me yeah so I feel like I want a black one you wear quite a lot of do you, well not yeah do you I do black? yeah wear quite a lot of black but I mm. also wear a lot of white yeah you um, soak those colors I reckon well hopefully because I wear them quite um, a bit yeah you do <laughs> with your beautiful olive skin um well I spray tan I do go oh, tan in summer but I do yeah. um spray yeah. tan yeah yeah do you do it yourself no I have someone come over but she's actually leaving so um oh, bugger. yeah you might have to get your hubby onto that <laughs> oh my god no he has in the past um you know when I use the old Bondi sands done a bit on my back but it's just like this yeah like yeah. the hand sort of wavers a wee bit and you have to get them in the right mood and yeah, yeah that's no, no good it's not easy it's no good it's not even not even worth asking <laughs> no yeah. exactly yeah. um but you can get your own spray tan machines eh? but I don't know yeah, quite a bit of upkeep as well cleaning yeah. out nozzles all that kind of stuff yeah. that I wouldn't get around to it so it would end up but how would you do your back oh would you still does it do you, is it like a thing that you walk into and it does yeah your back? I don't know oh. I'm assuming yeah. so but yeah yeah anyway um yeah interesting that's, that's a problem to be solved another day yeah <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much. It's been so amazing to talk to you. Um, yeah, you've Thanks, spoken Mark. so amazingly well and it's so interesting to hear your story and learn how you set it up and what you've achieved in such a short time. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's um, it's really nice to be asked and I feel really privileged to be asked to speak. Oh, thank to you. Yeah, and it's great connecting with you through our businesses and stuff. And thanks for supporting us and what we do. No, no worries at all. It's very cool what you're doing. So, yeah, keep it up. Very exciting year ahead. Yes, always. Action-packed. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Thanks so much, much. Kate. Have a great night. See you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you all for listening to the Dedicate podcast. We appreciate your support so much. We are now nearly at 65,000 downloads. If you love our podcast, hopefully you do, ensure you subscribe so that you are notified when new episodes launch. We would also appreciate it so much if you could leave us a five-star rating review. If you enjoyed this episode, check out other episodes if you missed them from Rural Businesswomen. There's last week's with Madison Coulter, Canadian upbringing, moving to New Zealand and the massive challenge of becoming a full-time artist. Also, Bex Heyman from Whistle and Pop, singing career, farm life and motherhood amongst tragedy and business. And Sophie Hurley from Honest Wolf, continuing my career from the farm. Dedicate is the online trans-Tasman fitness community for rural and regional women, mums and those that love a down-to-earth approach to fitness. Everybody is welcome. Short and effective workouts where we encourage you to do your best and never give up. No diets, it's about feeling good and long-term success. Get your seven-day free trial at kateivyfitness.com. Thanks again for your support. Catch you next time. We have two more episodes of this season to go.